I think there's always going to be a need for the human advisor. Yeah. There's always going to be a need for uh, individuals who are caring enough to talk about the values and help align our goals. I think that's going to be really important. Make sure your retirement can stand up to anything that comes its way. It's time for Badass Retirement. How to be financially fearless with Jose Sanchez, CFP. Hey, everybody, welcome into another edition of the Badass Retirement Podcast How to Be Financially Fearless. Once again, here on the airwaves, talking with Jose Sanchez, certified financial planner, and CFP is what that is, it's for short. Uh, and you can find him online at josevsanchez.com. That's josevsanchez.com. This week on the podcast, we're going to talk about kind of values-based planning and uh, what that is and why it might be essential or a fit for you or something to think about. It's not as complicated as it sounds. It's really just kind of not just the dollars and the cents, but really talking about what matters to you. Jose, my friend, what's going on? How are you? Hey, man, how's it going? It's been uh, a bit, but... Um Everything's going good. Yeah. yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, so March is winding down on us. Hope that you had a good uh, St. Patty's Day if you go for that sort of thing and enjoying March Madness and all that kind of fun stuff. We're going to be getting uh, April's here before we know it. So you, you know we're um, we're planning a trip and we're going to go see JoJo the Donkey. JoJo is mm. the mascot for the Badass Retirement Podcast. You didn't know that, did you, Mark? I did not. Yeah, What's we a- actually have a uh, uh, rescue donkey that um, you know is near and dear to our family. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, and, you know, there's a long-eared safe house here in New Mexico. Uh-huh. And uh, before doing this, I don't think a lot of people uh, knew that uh, donkeys needed to be rescued. But, you know, it's one of those precious animals that I think is pretty cool, pretty yeah. neat. Um, you know, that's uh, that's the story of Jojo. We're going to go ahead and take Jojo, some pictures. Jojo, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah, you'll have to yeah. uh, take some pictures. And, we'll, and uh, you know, obviously we can't share that on the podcast, but we can talk about it. We'll definitely talk about your trip when you when you come back from that a little bit. Um, yeah, so, we'll link them on the show notes or something. Yeah, is that your is that your uh, spirit animal? Would you say if you had one, would it be Jojo? You know, it might be the uh, the badass ones from the Legend of Badass Coffee. Okay, all right, I like it. I, like <laughs> I don't it. know. Yeah, it, I guess it could be. I never really thought about uh, having a spirit animal, but uh, you know, if if it's any indication that I'm a hard worker and and there's an animal out there that is known to be a hard worker, yeah. Yeah, that'd be the donkey. I, uh, I, for my fiftieth birthday uh, last year, since we couldn't do stuff because of COVID, Jose, I got to go. My favorite animal, big animal outside of my dogs, are is is a rhinoceros. Uh, cool. I love rhinoceroses, and uh, my wife got a uh, did a special thing with our zoo. Uh, behind the scenes, so I got to hang out in the in the back area at their enclosure, not out at the regular part of the park, for about an hour with a baby, uh, with a mama and her baby. Got to feed them, got to rub on them, I got to clean her with a brush and all this kind of stuff. Pretty awesome to hang out with this two thousand pound baby and her four thousand pound mom. But they're like big dogs. Like she just loved. She rolled over on her back. She wanted me to scratch her belly and all this stuff. It was like the giant dog. So uh, animals are great. Cool. It is very cool. Yeah. So and imagine. And I've I've got a neighbor down the road who's got a um, a mule, not a donkey. But uh, yeah, they they definitely uh, animals love. They need love too, right? So. It's very cool. I like JoJo the donkey. So we'll have to hear more about him. But let's get into the podcast. This Actually, week. it's a her. Oh, was oh, it a her? Female. Oh. Yeah. Well, they even better. So give her a scratch for me when you see her. But let's talk about these <laughs> values, man. Uh, obviously, animals are important to us. That's a value, right? So maybe, and we'll, we can kind of get to that in a minute because maybe charitable giving to an organization like the donkey that was, did you call it the long year rescue? 
the longer safe house. Longer safe house. So that might be something that actually fits really well with what might work well for your value. So I got a list of a couple of things here, Jose. We'll just go through them and talk about them. Like I said, it's not just the X's and the O's, but, uh, you know, family. Obviously, we're all, you know, we all love our family. That's going to be typically number one on most people's list, I think, for what's most important to them. But for some, it's going to be different than others. Some might be every move they make from a financial standpoint in retirement is family-based. That is so true. You know, when we think about family and we think about what's important to us, Family is almost always at the top of the list and having those action items that include family as part of the vision Mm -hmm. beyond the digits when it comes to retirement planning is so crucial, right? It makes a plan from black and white to be in full color full vision yeah. and more meaningful. That's that customization, right? Because it's you and your family versus something just more cookie cutter. You know, it, it's interesting, right? Because when you think about this, right? And, and uh, if you're married and you are talking about values, often we don't spend enough time talking about that. We, we spend more time talking about other things than our specific values and how they're going to affect us in retirement and right. how they're going to affect us now. And so, you know, one of the things I think has been really impactful for me as a financial advisor is to uh, uh, use some of the work that Bill Backrack and Carl Richards have used and a process called values-based financial planning, where we have that specific discussion on why is money important to you? What's important about money to you? And often what it comes down to is family and spirituality. Those are the two top things. And to climb that ladder is so crucial, so beneficial, and it's a process, right? It's something that you know, figuring out what values, how they relate to a married couple and communicating that and respecting that, right? Because we don't always agree, right? Sure, uh, yeah. You know, when, when uh, Jasmine and I first got married, I was like, man, we need to put the toothpaste back in the drawer. <laughs> and, you know, Jasmine, my wife, she is going, always been going 100 miles per hour, and she's about getting things done. Okay. Right. Yeah. And so to make time to put the toothpaste into the drawer for her just probably doesn't, isn't something that she's going to take time to think about. Yeah. It doesn't check off on the box. Right. But it kind of one of those things you're like, wait, do this for me or whatever the case is. So yeah, it's those differences of those little quirks that make us unique. It really does. Right. And there's so many things that, uh, that can come into the discussion when we think about it that involve money and values. And uh, yeah, family is, is, A big part of that. Well, I'm going to shuffle our list around a little bit because I think some of these tie together better uh, when I do that. So family. So maybe it's education, Jose. Uh, You talked about your family being, you know, dirt poor uh, and being raised poor. So for a lot of families out there, many people have gone through that as they're getting close to retirement. They're like, hey, education is important. I don't care what happens. I want to, when they're working with you, they say, Jose, I want to make sure that all three of my kids or, or all four of my grandkids get an education, get a college education. So how do we fund for that? So maybe that's that value piece that you're leading with. Absolutely. And, you know, the funding part of it is, uh, is another question, but, you know, the action, right, refusing to enable procrastination and just putting a dollar aside for that specific goal is part of the action that sometimes we just fail to take, right? And other times it's having the discussion to take better advantage of not only a dollar, but maybe some real significant estate planning where it affects what we leave. It affects more our legacy. And I think that is really important, right? When we have the ability to leave a legacy 
and do so with purpose and intent. And if it's education, wow, you know, what a gift that keeps on giving. When we do that, only great things in my mind can happen. And, and that's coming from somebody who my parents were educators. They provided a lot of value, not only in the school system, but also in our church, in our community. And so, you know, I have a lot of love for educators and the desire for not only education, but lifelong learning. Yeah. Mark, let me let me share with you an idea that just, I didn't know that this was even possible until okay. I heard one of my clients was planning on doing it. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. So they had a 529. Their kids didn't need it. Much like, like your family, they had the GI Bill, right? And my family also had the GI Bill by serving in the military. Right. And so um, same thing with this family. So she had this 529. She went ahead and used it for herself, which is really awesome, right? She used it not for the initial intent, but she felt that she needed to go ahead and uh, uh, take some classes at the university. And she was able to utilize that, which is pretty cool. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. And again, so that might be that value that's leading your charge when you're sitting down to work with your financial professional saying, hey, this education is really the most important thing uh, aspect and then, you know, or legacy or whatever. So that's kind of those kind of tie together. Since you mentioned church, let's go ahead and go to faith. That might be a values uh based essential to that planning process that you want. And I've seen a gamut of these things, Jose, whether it's saying um, maybe we don't have kids or maybe we want to, we only have one child, like my wife and I, we only have the one. So maybe we want to leave, you know, some things to her, but other things to our church or our favorite uh, organization that way. Or even some people say, hey, when working with an advisor, uh, my faith, I don't want to, you know, invest or be a part of certain companies because, you know, I don't know, maybe they manufacture weapons or something like that. And so sharing those values with your advisor so that your faith becomes the leading focus of how you plan can be crucial as well. You know, it's amazing. Only good things can happen when you include the values, right? And if faith is important to you, you, know, you can take just a simple 1% challenge by changing your beneficiary, 1% of your beneficiary, say it's your life insurance, Mark, okay. and you have that 1% be a local charity, it be your church. And maybe you do more than 1%, maybe you do 10% or 20%, whatever it may be, that's going to make an impact, right? It's going to put value on those things that are important to you. And family, if your family is taken care of and you want to figure out ways to provide more value to your community, to those things that are important to you, certainly there are ways to do that. There's ways to be purposeful and meaningful in your giving. That is, while you're above the grave in, in today's uh, environment or long after you left this world and leave a legacy when you're gone. Yeah. And maybe that's through charitable giving, right? So that's that kind of another piece of this puzzle that might go with multiple things. You mentioned the rescue uh, for the animals. We talked about faith. Maybe you want to do some, uh, you know, some QCDs, some qualified charitable donations with your uh, IRA money or whatever the case might be with some of that money. Uh, instead of your RMDs, right, you can send that stuff to maybe uh, your faith or your charity or something along those lines. When your values align and they also align with improving your bottom line. That resonates with a lot of people. So with this idea of charity and you're able to take advantage of the tax code by giving, those things are a win-win situation in my mind, right. right? Not giving Uncle Sam any more than their fair share allows you to give 
more to those things that are important to you. And there's ways to be able to strategize and work that out. And so, you know, for a lot of people, they might not have thought about QCDs. They might not have thought about giving to their charity. They might not have thought about utilizing a life insurance policy as part of their giving plan. Mm -hmm. But having that discussion as part of the values and and utilizing a values-based financial planning process is essential to highlighting that because you know one charity might be really meaningful to you but your spouse might have yeah. another charity and exactly. so those things are topics to discuss and bring clarity we'll be right back to today's show in a moment but if you're enjoying the content so far be sure to grab copies of jose's book the seven most powerful words which will teach you one simple hack to master negotiation and save money leaving the lab, learning a central money tool so you don't nuke your retirement, and diffuse the seven steps to protecting your 401k from the ticking tax time bomb. These books plus other special items to help you prepare for retirement are all part of Jose's Ultimate Retirement Toolkit. You can get the toolkit for free by visiting the link in the show notes of today's episode or click the Journey Starts Here button on our website, josevsanchez.com. Uh, maybe we got two more. We'll wrap this up. Maybe it's career. You know, I mean, how many people, Jose, you might be one of them, right? How many people just say, you know what? I love what I do. Uh, and of course, as we all know, if we've been blessed enough to, to really enjoy and love what we do, they say you never work a day in your life. So if you love what you do and you plan on working as long as you possibly can, that might be the value you want to put in. Maybe you're a small business owner like yourself or, or like, uh, you know, like myself or whatever the case is. So you want to kind of restructure things to be as uh, as efficient in that arena as possible. Mark, I, I am a beneficiary of um, you know the American College. They have a scholarship for military and minorities, and I was a recipient of that. And that's how I earned my retirement income certified professional designation through that scholarship. Nice. And it was because of a individual in the Navy who wanted to leave a legacy and provided that and and I am the beneficiary of that. Mm-hmm. That is paying it forward. And so guess what I'm encouraged to do every year, right? I'm encouraged <laughs> to go ahead and give to this foundation. Right. And, and I think that that is important. I think being able to provide for others meaningfully and also being able to put yourself in a better position by utilizing and applying for scholarships that are out there is part of what makes this charitable world go round. And I think that um, the more that we are giving individuals, the more that we align our values, the better off the world is going to be, the better off we're going to be. Yeah. Do you see yourself, uh, are you in that category of seeing yourself uh, wanting to work as long as possible since, I mean, as I know you love what you do. So do you see yourself saying, oh, you know, when I get to 65, I'm calling it quits. I know a lot of advisors that are just like, no, nah, I mean, there's no reason for me to do that. I love what I do. You know, at the end of the day, I, I came into this business, not because I want to crunch numbers all day long. Right. It's because I love to educate. I love to share information. I love to inspire, Mark. And mm-hmm. you know, if I can inspire one individual or a thousand individuals, then I'm going to be enriched. I'm going to be on the 10th floor and just loving life, right? I think that um, as long as I can do that, as long as I can uh, continue with the spoken word, the art of the spoken word, and also encourage people to take the next smallest step that is most right for them, Right. then I'm going to continue doing this, right? And you know, my area of expertise is in financial planning. And hopefully that uh, you know, there, there won't be lack of uh, 
of work for me to be able to motivate. And, <laughs> right, uh, you right. know, we talked a little bit about the, uh, the robots, the, um, artificial intelligence. I think there's always going to be a need for the human advisor. Yeah. There's always going to be a need for, uh, individuals who are caring enough to talk about the values and help align our goals. I think that's going to be really important. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, you know, and so maybe if your career is important to you, or maybe it's the the secondary career for a lot of times for retirees, you're walking away from the the quote unquote big job that paid you throughout life, but you always wanted to have your own woodworking practice. Or my wife got has gotten into painting and she's been successful, won a few award shows and things of that nature. So maybe a second career is that value focus for the retirement plans and how to uh, structure things to make that the most efficient. And the final piece, and then we'll wrap it up, Jose, is just don't forget, whatever the values are, whether it's family, faith, career, education, charitable giving, something else, don't forget that one of those might you want to consider maybe should be fun, right? I mean, the whole point of getting to retirement is enjoying yourself. So maybe keep that on the list as well so that you can, you've worked hard, right? Why not have a good time when you get to retirement? You know, if you plan to have fun, then, you know, I, I think that uh, you're going to have stress and anxiety and yeah, it'll pass you by. That It'll pass you by. And one of the reasons that people don't live a long, healthy life is because stress and anxiety. And so there's a lot of things that can play into that, right? It could be debt, it could be dynamics, it could be a lot of different items, but planning fun, having those milestones, right? Whether it's a trip or just that routine of doing that hobby that you love, right? For my dad, it's golfing. He needs to go golfing because he likes being out in nature and and that's his thing, right? For my mom, she loves family. She loves the excitement when we go visit and, uh, or she comes here to visit. She loves that interaction, right? Those things are fun to her, but they also go on trips, right? And sure. so when you plan that in your retirement, if that's part of your plan, that's a core piece that I think uh, often gets lost when you're just looking at the numbers. Yeah. Well, especially when, if you come in and the first thing is on the list is family, like we started this podcast off of, and you want to do everything we can for our family. And there's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes we tend to short ourselves a little bit. Now, not everybody, there's definitely people who come in to see a financial professional and say, Hey, the kids are off to a great start. This is my time. This is our time. I, I want to spend you know, our retirement money on us. There's nothing wrong with that either. So whatever your value is uh, for your retirement, make sure you're sharing that with your professional so that you can get those values-based planning uh, inside your portfolio and inside your retirement plan. So if you've got questions, you need some help, as always, turn to a qualified professional like Jose, who is a CFP, a certified financial planner, if you're not already working with him. If you are and you've been listening to the podcast and you enjoy it, Maybe share the podcast with others who might benefit from the message as well. Go to his website simply at josevsanchez.com. That's josevsanchez.com. Or they can type in Badass Retirement in the podcasting app of their choice, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher. We're just getting rolling, so you'll start to see those as they populate inside those podcasting apps. So check them out online. Again, josevsanchez.com. Jose, thanks for hanging out, my friend. I appreciate it as always. Absolutely. And if anybody wants to chat, you can always go to bookachatwithjoe.com and, and uh, you know, we'll just get you on the calendar. We'll just go ahead and have a cup of coffee over Zoom or in person. There you go. We'll add that to the list. Bookachatwithjoe.com. Is that correct? That is correct. There you go. Yeah, you guys can share some coffee on the, uh, whether it's uh, in person or over the V thing, over the V chat there, the virtual chats that we've all gotten so we kind of accustomed to. <laughs> have yourself some badass coffee along the way and have yourself a badass retirement. We'll see you next time here on the podcast. Take care and God bless. 
Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Guidance, LLC, a registered investment advisor.